Hello and welcome to episode 79, Complete Geeks Podcast. I'm Host Toast, joined by Organic. Hello! And Bob. Hi! I was going to see if it threw you off, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I almost did it. I almost slipped up. I was like, hey! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. two weeks, I'm finally back in the same time zone idea as you, whatever the fuck it is, daylight savings. <laughs> Same time I don't, zone I don't know what it's been. This this time yeah. zone, like this time change, has really fucked me up, and that's not normal. Mm-hmm. And especially like the act of like the act of having to fucking because I never you never take UK time into account, so toes are just constantly correcting me. I'm like, yeah, they're five hours ahead, four hours ahead. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's always a weird two week period. Yeah. But the other side of it is good because it means the fucking NFL games are an hour earlier for me for two oh. weeks, like in September or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, you're not burning. You're not burning the fucking candle at both ends. You're like, I have to be up and then I have to stay up super late to watch an NFL game. Because yeah, <laughs> Sunday night game kicks off at half one. Like, oh um, shit! Like, oh. Uh, like the one one p.m. games are the best. Obviously, they're six p.m. for me. Like, mm. but, but aren't they? Isn't it like a bunch of because was it is it NBC Sports that's going away, and and they were talking about somebody taking taking stuff over like another like possibly like a streaming service to do it you know not necessarily live yeah so it'll be interesting to see that's something you don't see a whole lot of change in very often yeah anyway yeah so you've got a big fucking list that you've had to split. Yeah, I actually, yeah, so. I actually, I actually went over and instead of just trying to think what I did for the past two weeks, I was actually updating it live as I was doing shit. So yeah. uh, wait, wait, wait to get toast depressed before the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm like Just under two weeks, what yeah. fucking torture awaits. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's why uh, that's why I put figures first so that way you can get it out of the way. So if you need like you know coffee, beer, anything like that, just go ahead and do it. Oh. You know what? I'm going to mute and go get myself a drink. Um, All right, sounds. That, I mean, that yeah, works for me. I've still yeah. got my headphones on. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Um, so Walmart. So to start off with figure wise, uh, Walmart started doing these retro style. Um, they're modern figures, but they did them in like retro packaging for Transformers. Yeah, and I've so seen the second yeah. yeah the second wave started to hit, and so I uh, I somehow walked into a Walmart. Like I walked into Walmart to find something for the wife, and. They had those, and they had, like, the new Netflix-exclusive figures. Like, they just, the whole entire thing was wiped out, like, the whole toy section, except for those. And I was like, well, I was like, this is a fucking sign now, isn't it? So I walked in there expecting to spend, like, five bucks and end up spending, like, a <laughs> hundred and something. Um, so that was that was pretty awesome. Then uh, I got my, you have you ever heard of, like, Todd McFarlane's Spawn? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he did a Kickstarter last year. I, I remember uh, us talking about this on the show and it, yeah, like um, uh, the amount of traction that it had. Yeah, yeah. So I actually uh, I got my big box in um, all twenty five pounds of it because I ordered four figures from it. And uh, it, the only shitty part is, and this will make Toast happy. I still haven't opened it yet. I need to open it and and take a look at him. But I've seen pictures of him online, and he looks incredible. Some people were bitching about the articulation and stuff like that, but I don't care. I think it looks fantastic. And so I'm going to go with it. And then, uh, after that, um, 
because I got all this stuff in, I decided to start rearranging my collection and I moved some stuff out and put some stuff away. Uh, I made a whole entire shelf that was like dedicated to pretty much like nostalgia, like eighties and nineties toys. So I could see like from here, I could see like my movie turtles. I could see my vintage ghostbuster figures. I could see like nineties X-Men, my super seven, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures. Like, and then I'm going to put up all my, uh, Mezco does, they do these, uh, figures called 112 which are ultra high-end like six inch figures um i have yep. them all stacked up in a pile right here and i'm going to stack those up and put those up because they haven't seen the light of day in a long time um another thing on my 80 shelf i went over and put up the uh blitzway inspector gadget so man was, i i saw that and i looked up that figure i i'm pretty sure i'm gonna pull the pull the yeah uh i will I will highly recommend to pull the trigger on it. It's probably one of the best figures of 2021 so far. Like the figure is incredible. It's super high quality. It's super well built. It doesn't feel like sometimes with those figures, you're so worried about like, man, are they charging it because they just want to charge a premium or is it going to be cheap? Like, I mean, I can send you pictures of the one I have and it's, it's absolutely incredible. It's probably, I ended up buying a second one because I wanted one in a different pose. That's how good it was. So awesome. if you have a chance to, yeah, if you have a chance to get it, definitely buy it. And then, uh, yeah. Oh, um, lastly was, uh, the stools, uh, the RK one up stools. Uh, they had the turtles one. I have one, but they had the turtles one on sale at Walmart on clearance for 50 bucks. I'm an asshole and ended up buying three more. <laughs> and yeah, cause I was like 50 bucks a piece. I was like, man, I was like, that's like right. Exactly. The price range. And I was like, it would be cool to have four of them. So, Unfortunately, I don't have the space for four because I'm a. a I was gonna say I was like that cabinet four people playing is. I don't yeah. know how you could. Yeah, it's tight. Out. Right, and so, uh, so I'm gonna. I have. I have two of them are gonna get put away until I have more space, and then one of them I'm actually gonna build and set next to the other one. So at least there's two of them sitting there. But I was like fifty bucks. I was like even if one of them gets messed up, I was like at least I have a backup. I was like it's pretty slick. Um, yeah, when I went to news. when I went to Walmart, it sucked because like. The lady was like, this price isn't right. And I was like, but it's online. She was like, that's like almost half off. And I was like, I understand that, but it's sold by Walmart. And so she was like arguing with me about it. And then the third one, uh, I went to do a store pickup and it was perfectly fine. Nobody gave two shits whether or not I got it for 50 bucks or not. They just brought it out to me. It was like, here you go. And I'm like, okay, I need to start doing this shit from now on. So yeah, before we get too far away, I have yeah. heard everything. One takeaway. Yeah. Okay. Why did I have to listen to you going about Spawn for so fucking long, like a year ago or something? And then you oh. don't even open the box when you get it. Well, because I gotta find <laughs> I gotta find a space for it, and then also that way I can talk about it again in another two weeks. But you restructured the room. Did you not think yeah. I've got that? He doesn't have his spawn candles to set the mood. <laughs> exactly. It's gotta be intimate as fuck in here for me to spend that much money and have that thing coming up. And plus I'm gonna lump them both together because Unicron's gonna be shipping soon. Okay. Uh, man. I already had mm -hmm. that on my notes because <laughs> yep. I saw everything going online. Does it bug you on how many people are posting stuff that you see? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, you're going to be a little salty. But then also in the same turn, it's like you have that existential dread because the thing's almost four feet wide. And I'm like, where the fuck is it going? Like, it's like big as my dog. And so <laughs> I don't know where the fuck it's going to go. I'll yeah, figure it out. Don't worry. We'll rearranging, was it? A Twitter video or a Facebook video or something you put up? Yeah. Like a pan like across your room? Was, yeah. You're not fitting a four foot fucking thing anywhere. You fucking telling me. And don't don't remind me, Toast. I'm looking at it. I'm like, mm, nope. Mm. Sell all the fucking discs. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I guess I guess sell all the I'll sell all the discs and put up more shelving for action yep. figures. Yep. Uh, I just see the the know. fact that how much I'm growing is the pictures that I'm seeing of it fully assembled in. I'm not making any sexual jokes on it. Right. It's just it's. I'm glad to see that it actually turned out as well as people hoped it would. And so that's the cool part about like seeing the reviews for it is that people are saying that, you know, it's worth the money. It's ultra high end figure. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. Like, you know, it wasn't just some like, it wasn't just some like cash grab where, you know, they put out something and you're like, okay, this, you know, is half assed. I mean, as much money as you're paying for it. Like I'm like, you can delay it as much as you want because I want to make sure that it's right. And, there hasn't been any there hasn't been any really major defects or anything like that. A lot of people are really happy with it. So yeah, I just and I spent that much money, I've got to fucking put it out. But anyway. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, it's just like hello darkness, my old friend. Um Yeah. Yeah. Uh T V show wise and movie wise, uh actually we watched a bunch of shit. Um Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, the Zack Snyder yeah. cut. Yeah, I watched that. Did it came out on Thursday. Me did you watch it yeah it's oh. <laughs> <laughs> there like uh this is a good moment to pause here mm-hmm. because there's no way i'm watching that one thing yeah if you're but, getting a guide or something saying when this happens then it's there's some downtime after it so turn it off maybe then oh no <laughs> you you will see the uh the chapter breaks on one you can pause <laughs> yeah there actually is like i mean it's that fucking long that there's major chapter breaks so you can actually like pause it. I think so they, they just like pop up saying end of act one or something. Yeah, it actually says no, like and, chapter yeah. one, chapter and, two. And the, the whole thing, when it was originally like HBO Max picked it up, it was going to be like an episodic release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that vaguely. So as how many chapters is it? Like uh, six in an epilogue? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. That's almost I mean, too short a spell if it's split across six. I'd yeah, because I think chapters at a time or something like that, and then take a break. Some feel shockingly fast. Some feel All right. yeah. Because there's a, there's actually an image like serviced online of like the cut lengths of uh of how long they are, and like you said, they're like I think most of them are like thirty to forty five minutes each or something like that, or if that. Yeah, I think I think seen a thing saying if you eliminate the credits, ten percent, just over ten percent of the movie slow motion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's six parts. Yeah, so I mean, six parts divided by sixty minutes. So it's you know, I don't know. I uh, definitely I don't interested math. in it, but I just don't know. Like, I would try and talk hard on it, but I don't know how the fuck that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know how the fuck I did it. I turned it on on a Thursday, and I guess I was a glutton for punishment and pulled a toast. I watched the whole thing in one sitting. And next thing you know, it was like 1230 at night. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to be at work in three and a half hours. <laughs> no, but I like I can easily see that because. The like the first half of that movie is shockingly slow, but yeah. you get to the point where it's like, OK, I just need to see this out. Yep. And so that's that's I mean, I hate to be one of those like jackasses that say it because, I mean, there was other people that have said it. It didn't feel as far, it didn't feel as long as uh it didn't feel as long as I thought it would. No, I I'd agree okay. there. Yeah, I was expecting I it to to mute a bit, but just I was did you I take it you've seen the trailer for Suicide Squad, the new thing. I did. Yep, King King Shark's my boo. Or or is Castle going Shark King too soon for a reboot? Oh, what? when was the last Suicide Squad movie? Out? 
2016? Yeah, something like that. So I'm glad to see that uh, James Gunn is doing it, and I'm glad to see that this that movie has a totally different tone than the first uh, Suicide Squad. And yeah, King Shark's the shit. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody apart from uh, whatever Margot Robbie's recast, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And, uh, I mean, it looks, I think it looks entertaining. I, and then, you know, having, having big tropes, like having Starro at the end, like the big monster Starro, it's like, that, I thought that was cool because that's sort of like a deeper cut in terms of DC enemies. And so I thought that was cool just seeing a giant blue starfish <laughs> as opposed to like some other just hokey regular villain. I, I was like, this is the shit. That's awesome. But like going going into it, same scenarios, Game Pass, mm-hmm. HBO Max. I don't I don't care if it's great. Yep. It's get it get a day one, check it out, and I mean, it's like Justice League. I I don't know if I'd feel the same if I saw it in the theaters. I I think it would have been. I think Justice League would have been cool in theaters if because that's another thing too, Toast. I don't know if you've read a lot about Justice League. It's in four by three. So, yeah, it's uh because I think the movie's mainly designed for IMAX, and so yeah. IMAX is a weird fucking aspect ratio. So like the only way to properly to like display it on a TV, like in in full without having to cut off anything, is by doing it four by three. It's weird, and uh, and I think it would have been cool to see that with an intermission, at least like at least a fifteen twenty minute intermission in between, you know watching all four hours of it but i mean it's not enough for me to go over and say like hbo max sucks they're fucking over movie theaters and things like that because most movie theaters wouldn't even show something like that because it's freaking four hours long yeah that's like another thing going into it like i know his like goal was to have this like split out i don't know Mm -hmm. how how he would have been able to shorten up that cut to make it a like a manageable movie no no, because that's the thing, too. All the information they added and everything. And also because there was no... It wasn't like the MCU where there's like a bunch of movies supplementing it. You needed all that because you needed to explain all that stuff. Because you basically had, you know, a couple origin stories in there in terms of, you know, Flash, Aquaman, freaking... Especially Cyborg. Cyborg takes up the majority of the movie in terms of establishing, like, who he is and things like that. And so it's just... Yeah, you wouldn't. I don't see. I watched it and I wasn't like, man, this thing was like an hour too long, or this was like an hour too short. Like it was just four hours was enough. It was, and I, I liked it. I thought it was actually a solid movie. I, I wasn't expecting to be as entertaining as it was, and I thoroughly enjoyed all of it. Like there wasn't a time where I was like, man, I was like, this shit needs to wrap up, or I need to stop. Like I wanted to see it all the way to the end. Yeah, and I kind of had the same sentiment. I was like very glad to see. Obviously, most of these characters are going to come to an end moving forward. But yeah. like for Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck to actually get like a decent send off after getting like so much shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it was cool to see them actually be you know a proper Batman and a proper Superman. It wasn't just like you know, especially listening watching like Josh Whedon's cut of Justice League where it was just like all hokey and. We got to add a bunch of comedy in here and, 
you know, it's like it, it, the movie didn't take itself seriously enough to, it wasn't as lighthearted as, as like Avengers. And so it didn't take itself seriously enough. So it just, I don't know, like it really affected like the suspension of disbelief. Like you were just like, okay, these people don't fucking give two shits. Like this is not the Batman I signed up for. This is not the Wonder Woman or Flash that I signed up for. Like this is bullshit. And so getting into this one where it was like actually serious characters, because DC always airs on more on the serious side than Marvel does anyway. And it was cool to actually see that portrayed on film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that yeah. the Batman and Joker interaction of something's maybe really good. Yeah, and, it's, and that, it's it's interesting. Yeah, and it doesn't happen all the way till the end, like yeah. literally the end. Yep. But <laughs> oh, even yeah. I had my calculator out there, so that Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I'm sure we'll talk about, no. is probably the same length as this movie, and it's out over six parts. Yep. So yeah, you're you're right because I think each episode is like forty minutes each. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, another, I, I, I'm glad they also would, like, they also did, like, little decisions on Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like, they got rid of that stupid modulated voice that Batman had. Yeah. It was just, like, you just talked with a gruff, and I was like, okay, he actually sounds like fucking Batman now, not just, like, sounding like he's talking through a freaking auto-tune. <laughs> and, and, and then it's, like, if you read more into, I mean, there's a lot of shit, because I was, like, why is Superman in a black suit as opposed to a, is red and blue, like he, uh, like he was in the original. It's, like, Superman's supposed to have, like, a redemption arc, like, of course, there, because I think there were supposed to be two or three, two, I think there's supposed to be two more movies, yeah, something yeah. like that after this, and it was, like, Superman eventually was supposed to, like, redeem himself, and, you know, because of him dying, coming back, and feeling as if he didn't own the mantle of Superman and at the end of the movie he was gonna at the end of the last movie he was gonna don the red and blue and I'm like okay but now of course now everybody isn't happy they got what they wanted they wanted the Snyder Cut but now people are begging to resume Zack Snyder's DC universe and I'm like hmm I was like I think they already moved on here kids like we already got a new Batman coming in 2022 like yeah be be thankful for what you got Exactly. It's like you should just be happy with what you got. Like they're trying to fix all this shit and trying to reboot all this stuff and so Yeah. And and it's now like we're Henry and now where they've taken What's that? No, go, go for it. I was just saying I like Henry Cavill, but Superman's a fucking waste of time. He's like Yeah. Fucking that's, there's nothing you could do to stop him. There's no point in having a fucking movie. Right. I I think like if you if you watch Justice League and see where it goes, you can see the potential of like Superman story arc. Yeah. And uh and honestly like I liked a lot of the stuff that he did like adding Darkseid back in was like, oh, so you actually have like a Thanos level fucking intimidating character and and the scenes and, with him were fucking awesome. Yeah, it was rad as shit. It was just and what's crazy about it is too is like it goes to show you how much money like HBO is dumping into this because of the fact that like Warner Brothers helped out, like HBO obviously helped out, but like I mean, you're talking like a streaming film, a brand new streaming film was like, you know, a top level theater quality film that was put onto a streaming service. Like, and, and I think it's crazy that the direction that things are moving, because even Falcon and Winter Soldier, like I'm watching it, I'm like, oh my God, like even the way it's shot and the way it's developed and everything, like this looks like an MCU film, not just some like hokey streaming TV show. You know, it's, I think, I think it's crazy that we're moving in that direction. And then was it, uh. Was it another three days? We're getting freaking Godzilla versus King Kong. 
Yeah, because that comes out on HBO Max on the 31st. Yeah. yeah. I've never really paid attention to I'm, 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 I'm actually excited for that. It's going to be, I think it's going to be stupid fun. And then, uh, oh, yeah, just hot. Was there trash. one of the people had a movies when it was Jeff Goldblum or something? No. That's right. That's Jurassic Park. I know he's Jurassic Park, but I thought uh, he was in like a Godzilla or something. No, is you're he, thinking no. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, he was in Godzilla, like the 2000 Godzilla. One Taco Bell Godzilla. One. Taco Bell Godzilla. Jesus Christ. <laughs> They had so many cross promotions for that. That was that movie was so bad that Toho, who owns Godzilla, was just like, "No, you can't do it anymore." <laughs> that's yeah, why the that's, that's the only thing I've seen to do with Godzilla or King Kong, apart from yeah. maybe fucking clips of King Kong. So, like so the most the most recent stuff like Kong, because uh, there's only one King Kong film so so far, yeah. and then there's two Godzilla movies, but like. Those like from the 2016 like reboot on has been like excellent. I think it's been really good. I think it's really funny because new Godzilla people like the first Godzilla came out and people bitched that there wasn't enough Godzilla. There was too many people. I'm like, well, that's a Godzilla movie. It's not about Godzilla fucking 90 percent of the time. The second one comes out and there's a bunch of monsters and little to no people and people bitch. There was too much Godzilla. I'm like, you motherfuckers got to make up your mind. Like, apparently you're not happy with either way this turns out. So I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen King of All Monsters. Skull oh. Island, I was I was okay on. But uh, the first Godzilla, the reboot, I absolutely loved. I if The, if you the like Halo Jumper scene. Is, this is a whole other language. Yeah, I know, right? You're probably like, <laughs> what the fuck type of nerddom is this? <laughs> Ugh. It's uh if you if you like the first Godzilla organic you would freaking love King of Monsters. I was just sitting there the whole time like a fucking little kid just watching it because it's just it's it's a giant it's all it is is just giant kaiju fighting, like that's that's pretty much the whole entire movie. It's fantastic. So, but yeah, and all right, back to back to my actual Has list King now. Kong so. even come about actually? Is it like a fucking genetic experiment? I want. I want to say it's either that or he was a species that was like only existed in like certain areas, and it yeah, just I, th- like I think grew. that's. I think that's where they took that. Yeah, it was like it was every like, everything on Skull Island was huge. basically just yeah, and Godzilla yeah. is just a big underwater monster that gets away. Yeah, protector yep. man. Yeah, like <laughs> the tree and Marvel. <laughs> The big fucking stone things that wake up out of the water. That yep, thing. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. um, Jesus Christ. You're right. Uh, so uh, after that, I watched uh, I watched uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> I watched both episodes. And th- like, I, from a Captain America standpoint, like as a big of a Captain America fan I am, I, I liked them a lot. I really enjoyed them, especially the second episode. See, I liked it. And the way it started, I thought this is great. This is just like a film. But then mm-hmm. I found myself looking at my phone a lot more than I have any other Marvel TV shows. Hmm. So it's just drifting and out. I don't know. I think that, I just that's... don't care about Falcon like as a character very mm. much because he's always just been what I've seen in MCU, just like a little secondary backup. Did I? Yeah. I I love the the whole idea of kind of like Spider Man. Uh, was it? Far from home, of yep. just like the implement or well, I can't speak the ramifications of the blip. Oh yeah, yeah, and just 
how that affects like both sides of it i find super interesting yeah it's it's and it's cool too because like for a loan or something at one point without being too spoiler but yeah Mm-hmm. Just because he's got no history, because he was blipped out of existence. <laughs> he's yeah. got no fucking. Uh, it's just stupid shit. And then uh, I like that there's actual like it makes total sense. That there are actual organizations that are bent on you know making things like it was before the blip or you know during the blip where it's like half the people. It's almost like all the people because I was just laughing because there's a subreddit called Thanos was right, and. Uh, <laughs> It talks about like, you know, oh, 50% of the population, here's the pros of it. And it's just, I'm laughing because these are all the same people who probably sat in their houses and like looked at Thanos was right. It was like, man, Thanos was right. This is pretty fucking good. <laughs> I mean, there like, is a logic to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is. I mean, there really is. Like, you're, it's like you lose like family members and stuff like that, but they start thinking about it, you're like 50% of the population is gone. Like, going to work would be easier. Like, <laughs> fucking getting like, like i think like, it was more like big things like fucking to, toy collecting the resources yeah, fucking right no my traffic jam's going to be slightly smaller <laughs> i mean that's what i'm thinking of i'm thinking from a personal level okay i'm being selfish currently um yeah it's i i think the aspect's cool and then um certain things that happened in episode two that were like deeper cut stuff that were uh, from yeah. the comic books like i was you know, like you said, I don't want to spoil it, you know, especially anybody who hasn't seen it yet, but I'm sitting next to my wife and I'm like freaking out and she's just like, what What are you doing? And like, I paused and explained like what was going to happen and then hit play and it was just like, not predictability like plot wise, but just explaining like what character was what and she was just like, that's fucking crazy. I'm like, yeah, I was like, this is, this is some deep cut shit. I mean, this is back when I was reading like the pinnacle of when I was reading comic books, like that stuff was coming out. So it was like- really neat to see. Yeah, the character that's not in the title, uh, yep. that features a lot, I fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not right. No. Uh, but we'll see where that goes. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, he gets killed or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like one. You're like one good dream. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Although there's probably going to be some over the top redemption thing where it becomes fucking likable and all that shit. No, oh, yeah. Or I don't of know. Course. Is it meant to be likable? I'm pretty sure he's not meant to be likable yet. Um, no, not really. Yeah. You know, it's it's that whole entire yeah, it's the whole entire like, you know, tortured hero type of thing. And so, yeah, he's not usually super likable. Like even, I mean, it gets better, but not really like to the point where you're like, man, like, I like him just as much as freaking Captain America. Like you're like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. So this is this arc and like a, sco- a, a comic book thing then. Like, What's that? The, is the way this is played out? Is this a comic book thing, like to the letter no, yet? Or? No, no, it's not really to the letter because even the uh, even the interaction with the other character that I mentioned um, that isn't explained in the comic books at all. It's just the character is in the comic books and the relative origin story of him is, you know, is the same way as it was in the show. But there's no like. It's not verbatim plot device for plot device in terms of comic books and stuff. So I think that's what makes it interesting, too, because all this stuff like with Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't happen in the comics. Like after Steve was killed in the comics, like Falcon wasn't even a thing, you know, in terms of getting the shield and the shield was bestowed on Bucky. And that was after the whole entire Winter Soldier incident and stuff. And so Bucky became the new Captain America. And then 
people figured out that he was captain or people figured out who he was. Like people leaked that, you know, he used to work for, he used to work for Hydra. And I think at the time for in, in the comics, it was more just the Soviets. He worked for the Soviets and Red Skull was involved. There's a lot more, it's a lot more complicated in the comic books, which, you know, in, in the same sense that they did it in film, it would be a lot more boring because it was a lot more drawn out. So I'm yeah. glad to see that they just like sort of shortened it and condensed a lot of it for viewing purposes. It's still great. Like I still am one of those comic people that doesn't get salty about it because I'm just happy to see these characters on screen regardless of the plot. <laughs> Do you think like down the line, uh, this will be like stitched together and released as a fucking, I don't know, Zack Snyder cut essentially? I mean, like, I don't see why it wouldn't be. I don't, I don't, I don't see why because there's certain there's certain instances like even in WandaVision where you didn't really need the it ended at certain times, but you didn't really need like end credits and stuff. If you just did like a quick cut to the next scene, it would have been fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, then because yeah. of fucking the last few episodes of Wanda, so I'm fast forwarding through the credits now, making yeah. sure there's none after her. Fucking yeah, I wish I, I did the same. Tell you at the start. Yeah, I know. I did the same thing like, for Falcon and Winter Soldier too. See, like when you watch normal TV or in America, is there a little thing that indicates that like an ad break is coming up? I remember that used to be a thing in the UK. No, no. Usually, yeah, it was, I don't know if you. I don't know how it ever is. Seen it on any UK stuff? It's like a little blue and white, uh, black and white thing appears up at the top right, like nope. a tiny little box. It just shows that ads are coming in like the next two minutes or so no these these days with with television because i guess because times are so tight here like they'll start like they'll sometimes do like a picture in picture thing like well they'll you know they'll like almost like the they'll start like at the end credits of one show they'll start showing like the next show and like picture in picture or like they'll run the credits real fast while the last bit of it's still while the last little bit of the show is still going on so as soon as like the show ends, the credits end, and then it's right into the next show or right into the next commercial and stuff. Yeah, it was just a big, great idea if, like, towards the end of the Marvel thing, like, as the credits are coming, if it puts up, like, some little symbol in the top right, mm-hmm. then you know there's an end credit or a mid credit scene coming. Yeah. So stick around. <laughs> Otherwise, you could switch it off and not fucking sit through there. I mean, I WandaVision was the worst, wasn't it? It was, like, fucking yeah. eight minutes of credits in some of them. Yeah. It did help either. It didn't help either, that freaking... I mean, it was the same thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier. You would see, like, the actual graphic credits, and then it was like, here's all the translation teams, and it's like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's like, I I don't know. I, I didn't need to see all it's that. It's basically but... movie-level credits at the end of every episode. Yep. <laughs> and, I mean, I mean obviously, it's... they've done movie-level production, so right. it makes sense, but it's <laughs> I just... just a one-off putting thing about it being, like, a 40-minute episode, then you've got that. Right. Yeah, you yeah. Start that's off not, the episode, and it's like fifty six minutes. And you're like, ah, it's almost yeah. over, and then you realize it's really forty two minutes and all yep. the shit. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, what was it? Uh, is it Zack Snyder's cut organic? I think they said there was like fifty one minutes. Uh, like it doesn't eke into the actual running time, but there's like fifty one minutes of credits or something like that. Yeah, it's, it, it's like it, the movie's still four hours long, but like the the credits themselves like are an additional fifty something minutes. <laughs> and it broke toast. Toast is like fuck off. <laughs> no, no chance. Yep. Um, anyway, after that, uh, I always subscribed to the WWE Network because I always, uh, always liked wrestling. Um, WWE Network signed a big deal, like four billion dollars for the next five years to stream all their stuff on Peacock. 
and they went over and the end of this month, the WWE network is dead and all this stuff is moving over to Peacock. So I decided to download, uh, download and just sign up for Peacock, Peacock premium. Cause it's actually like two or $3 cheaper than WWE network was. And yeah. And so I was like, Oh cool. Peacock's got like all the NBC stuff. And then of course I, you know, being the true crime older lady that I am, um, I found the Dateline NBC tab and I ended up watching that for about five hours because I was like, oh, cool. Oh, I can just see. Well, because I like, like, I've like Toast, you know, says like where he gets like bored and like looks at his phone and stuff. The cool part about like, I listen to a lot of stuff because it's mainly documentary and like I can get up and walk away from it, turn around for two seconds and like look at it and like, oh, okay, that's what happened. And then go back to what I'm doing. And so I'll leave it on as like background noise. And of course, like my background noise is like the person came into the room and then slowly was beaten with a crowbar. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so, but I like, I like Peacock. Peacock has a lot of stuff that I wasn't expecting to be on there. And then having all the WWE stuff on there for, it just sounded like it was like a cool bonus to me. And I think it's like for the ad free premium version of it, it's like 10 bucks a month. And so, just before yeah. we get too far away, I looked up that advert thing I was talking about. It dates back mm-hmm. to cue marks when people had to change film reels. Oh it shit! Like a cue mark wow. up top right. We basically used yep. that to indicate there was a transition coming on like terrestrial huh. TV. Oh, that's huh. cool. Because like, it'd be I wish they would... ads or something when the break comes and stuff. I wish I wish they would do that shit here. That would, that would be so. It'd be so more. It'd be so much more convenient because then you know when to get up or like start to get up yeah, when you're freaking. Yeah, that was freaking... the idea. It was yeah. like you could quickly if your kitchen was nearby you could stick the kettle on sort of thing yeah. and you've seen that because you know it'll be boiled by the time the yep. are in flowing. that is yeah. that is the most uk phrase i have <laughs> ever heard in, in this podcast like yeah like yeah you can stick the kettle. Um, i was like okay i was thinking my fat american ass and pop popcorn in the microwave or something <laughs> uh yeah i mean that's that's cool that <laughs> that's funny if it was exactly for that. It's like, oh, here's exactly when to put the kettle on. It'll be done by the time the commercials are up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and so after that, I uh, I picked up an EverDrive for my Sega Nomad because Toast was talking about me selling all my games. I picked up a, <laughs> I picked up an EverDrive for my Genesis, and the EverDrive, pretty much you can dump your legally owned ROMs to uh to a sd card and the sd card plugs into essentially a genesis cartridge and it runs a little small ui and you can boot it from that ui and yeah probably one of the best like 70 bucks i've spent i've you know dumped all my legally owned games to (laughs) to said drive and is able to play all of them without having to keep on swapping cartridges or going to look for other cartridges especially for a portable does Toast know what a nomad is? Ah, uh, do you know what a nomad is, Toast? Uh, a wanderer. <laughs> well, they called it that because it was edgy it was back the then. Holy Grail. Um, yeah, it was like uh, it's a portable. It's a portable Sega Genesis. All right. Uh, yeah, it sense. came out in, it, but it was actually developed by Sega. It came out in 1995. Okay. So, uh, it's, it's essentially like a little bit bigger than a game gear and it yeah, took batteries so I, and I, I know exactly what size a game gear is as well. Uh, game gear, a game gear is big as fuck. There you go. It's it, probably it game gears. Add five pounds to a Nintendo switch. Yes. There uh, it is. And I know what five pounds is. 
five kilos. <laughs> add five kilos to a Nintendo Switch. Fuck sake. Uh... Right. So add that, and then imagine if the Switch took six AA batteries and died within like an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Sega Nomad Ab- is essentially, uh, they crammed all of the Genesis components into a portable with a little, what is it, like 3.25 inch backlit screen. And it takes absolutely insane that they could make that portable. Yeah, and and it came out in uh, came out in '95. Took six AA batteries as well. Instead of playing like proprietary cartridges, it would play straight up Genesis cartridges. And then it had like TV out. It had a second controller port. Like it was it was pretty fascinating at the time. It was it was pretty freaking awesome at the time. So I've had mine. Mine's modified with an updated screen, you know, rechargeable batteries, like new caps and everything like that. And so I like playing it every once in a while. And one of the things I wanted to do was always get an EverDrive for it. And I found them on Amazon. And yeah, I decided to get EverDrive because of being able to play my legally owned ROMs on them and be able just to not having to do all the bullshit with it. So, yeah. And I think that's uh, I think that's me for the past two weeks. I'm sure I'm forgetting more than I have written down, but now the show spoke about good games. (laughs) Right. I know you said you wanted this long. I mean, we got to We got to get two weeks. So here we go. Yeah. Uh, Well, good thing. There's a lot of crossover. I know as, as well as uh, Bob shrinking my list. He has also shrunk my privates with all that talk. (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad I shrunk your balls. Well, uh, outside of that, um, start off, I watched Bad Trip on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have heard about that. No, but you can fill us in. (laughs) It's basically, it's, I believe, the same people that made Bad Grandpa. So, kind of the jackass people. But it stars Eric Andre from the Eric Andre show on Adult Swim. Okay. But... The movie was supposed to come out like right at the start of the pandemic last year. Supposed to be Hmm. a big release and Netflix ended up picking it up. So it premiered on Friday. So it's a mix of kind of pranks mixed with like a real story in between. But it's 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 not bad. It's it's worth a watch. That's cool. Little uh, funny things here. Eric Andre guy, but I don't know what from. And then, sure. I I don't know like any show that would give you like any reference to him, but uh, yeah, check it out. There's like a a lot of like good little funny skits in it. And then finally finished up season three of Cobra Kai. Nice. What'd you think? It to me that story is super interesting. How they bring back all these kind of side arc stories from. Mm-hmm basically like okay movies from the 80s <laughs> but it was a long season i i'm gonna say they have probably one more left in them i don't know just where they'll take it from there hmm. but i i am glad to see that uh some of these u.s series are starting to adapt and like adopt the uh the uk standard of like knowing when to end a series rather than trying to beat it to half to death. Because um, if you look at like a lot of really good UK shows, they, they end after like, you know, at maximum like six or seven series. And 
I'm glad to see the certain certain things like these days they're trying to come up with the beginning, middle, and end rather than we're going to run it all the way out until we're about to get canceled and then slap on an ending and see what happens. <laughs> and so lost, they started yeah. recording before they even knew. The middle yep. was never mind the end. Yep. Uh, game. Well, Game of Thrones kind of. Um, it's yeah. Instead of just like knowing when shit's going to end and or just hurrying it up and ending it, it's like you actually knowing what what you're going to do to end it. And so, yeah, it's like you said, if Cobra Kai ended after four seasons, like, yeah, you're upset that it's gone, but then you're happy because you're like, Oh, it actually has a well-written conclusion rather than just fucking ham fisted add on. Yeah. So, so they go to the extent of, I don't know if you remember the Cobra Kai sensei from the original movie. Yep. Basically this season's dedicated to like, to show you like why he is the way he is. Okay. Interesting. So they they kind of go into like his backstory on just why he's just a complete asshole. Hmm. But it takes it takes a few turns where you you think it's it's going it's going to pay off, but it kind of takes a one eighty on it. No, that's unfortunate. But outside of that, um, I took a major dive with the kiddo into Paramount Plus. They added a bunch of stuff for Nickelodeon from the nineties. Oh yeah, that's they added like. A whole shitload of stuff. So we spent pretty much all of last night and the night before doing Legends of the Hidden Temple and Nickelodeon oh. Guts. Oh, that's the shit. That's awesome. Legends of the Hidden Temple is like still my jam. I got to see a giant OMAC at uh, New York Comic Con one year. That was awesome. Really? Yeah. They had it on display. And I, uh, you know, the idol that you put together to win the prize. Um, I had to put that together to like win like a keychain or win a pin set, and the pin set is actually all three of the of the totem pieces. Like when you put them together, oh, that's yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And Toast, Toast is like completely Toast, uh, clueless on what this yeah, is. Toast went over, yeah. put a. Uh, he was hoping for a commercial break so you could put tea on the. Uh, so not showing up for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sorry, Toast. Oh, did did you did you have any Nickelodeon over there just by chance? Uh, yeah. Mm. It was like so did our Cartoon Network was a, Okay. So Nick, Nickelodeon early '90s when it started was pretty much entirely based out of Florida. They had yep. a big Nickelodeon Studios. Everything was filmed there. Yep. Did a lot of game shows on site with kids. Basically, like now it's all transitioned over to like TV shows all in California. But yeah, most Legends of the stuff. Of the... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, most of yeah, most of the stuff is in uh, California now because I know Nickelodeon Studios has been shut down for like I think close to a decade. I want to yeah. say now. Yeah, because it's like it used to be all orange and like Nickelodeon colors. Now it's all just drab gray. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I was uh, just looking it up. There was a bunch of stuff I watched, like Keenan and Kel, Goosebumps. Okay. Wild Thornberries, Angry Beavers, fucking uh, Angry Beavers, the original Sabrina. <laughs> yep. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life, Cat Dog, yep. fucking that Doug, Dickhead, Rugrats. Yeah, because you're Sorry, you're Bravo. that, yeah, that you're Doug a bit, Dickhead. Uh, yeah, that Doug <laughs> Dickhead. Because you're a little bit younger than us, right, Toast? So like, I think yeah, because yeah, like Legends of the Hidden Temple and stuff like that is like a couple years probably right before because you watch like a lot of the Nicktoons and stuff like that. I think that's like more of like, like you said, 
Angry Beavers and stuff like that was like the second wave of like Nicktoons coming out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like for me, like Ren and Stimpy, that completely defined like my fucked up sense of humor to this day. I was gonna, I was gonna say you're very Ren and Stimpyish, so that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, that's but, awesome. I I need to I need to take a dive into Paramount Plus. Yeah, it's. I mean, I I like it so far. It's they don't do a great job of showing you what's out there, right? Do you have uh? Do you have? Are you able to obtain Peacock streaming over in the UK? Toast. Nah, doubt it. No, but there'll okay. be some other network that holds the rights over here because that's NBC uh, okay. or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's NBC. Yeah. 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 And that's just not a thing over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because. Uh, the, uh, should we tell them the story about the Hulu login? <laughs> when do you get to hear? Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I know, we're just uh, looking. It looks like Peacock is going to launch. Okay. In the UK, maybe. That's cool. Yeah. But when will it become available in the UK? Fuck knows. Right. Yeah. Uh, probably like All a right. year after. Yeah, I know, like a year or two after. That's so shitty. I wonder if it's because they got to fight for like TV licenses and stuff like that in terms of the way the UK operates. Yeah, there's a lot of mm. like. Well, the reason we didn't get a lot of the stuff on Disney at launch is because there was like, still time left on existing contracts for like Sky TV uh, okay. over here and stuff. Yep. Uh, hmm. It looks like Peacock is going to be distributed by Sky in Europe. Ah. Uh, uh. So. There's no date, but it will be available at some point, is what they've said. Okay, well, if, if something happens, if you find something on there that you want to watch, let me know. Ah, well, I mean, all my stuff I've got my yeah. legally dumped Cody. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Leg- the, legally, the word of legally. the week is legally. Yep, legally <laughs> obtained streaming services. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, but, that wraps me up. So, <laughs> fuck up, just totally spaced out, lost the all train of thought. <laughs> I thought <laughs> this was never coming. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I'm here. This is great. <laughs> uh, more nine one one. That stupid thing. Uh, I've moved on to nine one one Lone Star or whatever the fuck it's called now. It is just I'm amazing done. how much trash I- TV you watch. I, I think it's also amazing how everything how everything is stupid. Like like everything that you watch, you you don't even enjoy it. Falcon and Winter Soldier came out. I mean, it's really good, but it's still stupid. I mean, yeah, I, a, I did like. Oh, well, I like the first mm-hmm. fight scene and talking in the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've seen. I just looked at my phone the whole time. Anyway, nine one one. You you switched over to their. You switched over to what yeah, a, a spinoff. Yeah, spin off Texas uh, because there's <laughs> upcoming crossover episodes, so now I need to start watching it in order or something. I like how you and the missus have better continuity tracking with this than you do for all of the MCU. Like, <laughs> she made it through the ninety day, the ninety day fiance universe. Like, oh, uh, she, she's still going back through the old stuff, but she's also watching the current season as it is. Okay. It's really, uh, it's got to be really funny because, like. Your introduction to America and American life, like in terms of people and stuff, this is the way you get it. And it's like, what's America like? Well, apparently people are just like marrying people in foreign countries out of the blue without knowing them. And then they learn to hate them. And also most of them have no neck. Yeah. 
And then you've got fucking what, Honey Boo Boo as well. Yeah. Like a big thing over here for ages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just how you look at America. Yep. It's like you're you just export like... all this entertain- export all the entertainment and stuff. Yep. But, but then it's what just everybody like, sees like... is the worst of it. Yeah, you're fucking, just like Ar- what's that show where people bid on the fucking storage units and they're all total Oh, uh, storage, storage storage wars. wars. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. That's but I think yep. like Americans, I think people that run yep. storage wars. Well then it's like if you watch my six hundred pound life, you're like, Oh my god, like everybody's fat there. <laughs> like everybody's just this fucking massive blob and they're terrible. Well, as me and organics work buddy know, that's because of the fucking gigantic sodas you have. Yeah, exactly. Oh my oh my <laughs> yeah. goodness, I got a funny story about that. Uh oh. All right, what do you got? Yeah, go for it. So yep. so we so we had a driver show up the other day from a one of our larger customers. Mm-hmm. And so he was working on I was like, Hey, go ahead and uh, go talk to the driver and So let let her know like what we have, make sure she doesn't have any stops or anything like that. So mm-hmm. he goes out there to talk to her, and I, I like I would describe her looks as like Aretha Franklin a little bit. Oh my god! But he goes up, she rolls down her window, and he's like telling her, "Okay, this is what we have. Do you have any stops?" And she just pauses and goes, "Where the fuck are you from?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, he like he's like I don't I didn't know what to say so told her and then she goes your queen's a bitch and he just goes no she's not (laughs) and god and then i'm like did you say anything else megan hardy yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and so i was like did anything else happen he goes no i just politely turned away i said okay thank you That's the most. That's the most Such British thing English ever. Fucking thing. Yep. That's, no, it's yep. not British. It's English. That's English. Not oh, English. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> my geography is still. My geography around. is still. Is still not all the way down when it comes to the shit. Although um, a Scotsman would probably turn around and go, "She's not my queen, and she has a fucking cow." Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is like shockingly like. I did not realize how split it was on. Huh. Um, it's kind of the royal family <laughs> and that whole deal. And what's really funny is like really do it. I'm not just a tourist attraction, right? I just think it's hilarious because like your your guys's perception of us, like in terms of like your content, the videos that you watch. But like if you watch a random video of like a UK video on YouTube, like I think one of the funniest ones was like that Scottish guy who got really fucking drunk. He got super drunk and ended up like not breaking into somebody's house, but like passing out in somebody's house. And he oh, thought yeah. it was his buddy. But instead, when he woke up, it was like an older lady and her husband there. Instead of like kicking him out and like kicking his ass and stuff, they cooked him breakfast. And they thought it was yep. the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, and you know, being having been in Europe, like, and even talking like to people in other languages, like, it's like, I'm like, yeah. That sounds about right. Like a lot of people are really friendly unless you push them to the point where you want a fist fight, as opposed to here, where a lot of oh, times if you up when gun pointed at you. <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's like I would have done the same my thing. Law, yeah, and uh, and it was just really funny because he was like, he was like, I wanted to leave, but they told me to stay, and they're cooking me breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's fucking incredible. <laughs> have you seen the video of the Scottish guy? It's like working. He's up on the roof, and the guy in the ground's telling him he's not putting his weight on the roof, and he's just going. Nuts. Yep, yep. <laughs> I said that when I said that. I said that to you years ago. When, yeah, he said, yeah. "What do you want me to do? I ain't fucking." 
It's like if you see the have you ever seen the one with the subtitles? Like the subtitles are are coming out just as fast as the guys yelling, and so it's just like it's just coming out this garbled mess. Uh, it's, it's like I think a lot of people can understand Scottish until mm-hmm. they start getting annoyed or drunk. Yep, and then they speed yes. up. <laughs> yes, because uh, you do the same thing, or you you say things so quick, and with your accent, it's like a mumble. And so that's why there's times where I'm like, what? What did you say? And then you'll come back and like enunciate it. I mean, there's a couple of times where you were drunk and you enunciated an American like, you have to go this way. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, got it. Thanks. Thanks, uh, Toast. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I think it uh, gets worse the more Scottish people there are in the group. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet you it's got to be so fucking like, you just start yelling at each other. And I would just be sitting there looking like, this is a fucking foreign language. Like, I'm going to need subtitles. Like, this is going to fuck me up. Uh, the guy we've been playing Sea of Thieves with, Quincy, the one that I set mm-hmm. on fire in the brig. Oh, yeah. Let the drown. Uh, hmm. It's basically, I don't think he understands a word I fucking say. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I'll say things like drop anchor, raise a sail, blah, 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 and then right. someday else will have to repeat it. <laughs> oh. And then he'll fucking do it straight away. <laughs> it's like a true captain. Like, um, it's. I think it's because of the fact that, like, one, you, you have a low tone. And then on top of your accent, on top of it. But we're used to playing with you. Like, Organic and I are used to playing with you when you're sober. So we're used to you having just, like, a low-level just talking point rather than us where we're sort of, like, loud anyway. So when you're just, like, raise anchor, set the seal to the left. All right, cool. Yep, got it. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> uh, but what else? 911 is shite. Uh, Rob right. Lowe or something is the main guy in the Texas Oh, one. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, it also had, I can't even remember, the the woman, that fucking, never mind, the high, uh, what is it, high school football show that sort of made some, the mum famous. Uh, Friday Night Lights? I don't yeah. know the, yeah, the I don't mom, know the lady. The mum from that that ended up appearing yeah. in everything after Friday Night Lights was big. Oh she yeah, I couldn't tell you. Nah, good neither. Oh well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking think of my place. Oh, Shit's Creek has started that just for another oh. endless comedy. I heard that's really good. I've never seen it. It is. It is really good. It's really funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'd heard it starts off slow. Like, you need to get through yep. the first two episodes and it becomes really good. But yep. I don't think the first two episodes were especially bad. Like, it definitely gets better. But I don't think it, yeah. the start was terrible. Yeah, because they're like... They... A big rich-ass family. Uh, yep. Gets fucked over, lose all their money. And... One time they bought a town as a joke, and yep. the government decided that it's not worth anything, so they didn't take it off them. So they just go live, live in the rundown motel in that town, and yep. it's about them just try to cope with basic shit, because I think the kids must be like late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, and, and they're, they've never done anything their whole life, and they're just trying to cope with like normal things now. Yeah, it's, uh, like you said, you have to get through, I mean, they're not, the the show itself is excellent. Like and that's another show where they knew after a certain after a certain seasons it will have a you know, beginning, middle and end, so it's cool. Like it just doesn't abruptly end. So if you get really invested into it, it actually goes through the whole entire thing, which is really good. And then the show just gets progressively funnier because it's just some of the shit that they say. And so it's a lot of uh it's a lot of dialogue driven like quips and stuff like that are just like really funny. Yeah, and like yeah. the facial expressions of the sun and stuff. Uh, oh yeah, 
what fucking is it? comedy. Levi something Levi is a guy. Yeah, wrote um, it as a dad from American Pie. Yeah, and that's his son, like his actual yeah, biological his son. son. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, but that's pretty good, better than I expected. I was just looking like we'd ran out of that's we've always got to have one 20 minute shitty comedy thing you have on yeah and one 40 minute shitty thing which is 911 right now right uh just so yeah it's uh it's expected it's you eugene levy and daniel levy yeah that's it yeah uh and then the uk finally started back up after like two months or something i think oh we stopped the end of january because it was valentine's day or something the next weekend so some people couldn't get out of it uh and then scott obviously swapped his night shift so some of his sundays were taken up uh but they fought the dragon and like a one-off like wrapping Mm -hmm. up their campaign thing where it didn't start so we decided to restart the fight because right at the start they were all grouped up uh the dragon rolled the highest initiative and all I had to do was land and use poison breath and <laughs> that would have been it. Uh, <laughs> but they decided to let them spread out and use all their stuff and all that and I used some of the weaker sort of moveset of the dragon just to keep it going uh, and see what they'd done, like get used to, because that's him just turned level 5 so we're getting used to like the new abilities and getting to use extra attack actions and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, they all got wiped. Like it mm. went on a bit, and I was like, "That you have now got the dragon under triple digits," and that's when I decided that I would make it do its best move. So, poison breath took out three of the f- five, three of the six. Oh shit! Something like that, like in one hit. And <laughs> uh, it's poison breath. If you failed the save, rolled something like seventy damage. Uh, and mm. I was just good, stupid fun getting them thinking like the proper cam. Like that was the end of that level one to five intro thing I was doing with them. So okay, like that little like pseudo campaign. Yeah, well, it's like a full on book. It just it only takes them up to level five. So the next gotcha. one will be starting up in the next session. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I might even give Billy <laughs> his axe back as soon as I kind of took it away unfairly. But. <laughs> uh, uh, not much apart from that. Uh, Very cool. On to games, the community play was fucking shite. Yeah. Uh, again, it was just one nobody was able to turn up to. I think Valheim, Heimbug bit people. Some people were playing with their wives, which weren't in a video game, that is, by the way. Uh, yeah. Isn't a common thing. So they were riding that out uh, to make the most of it. And then. Yeah. Scott was obviously night shift. He was working or sleeping or one of something. Yeah, something. Plus, probably... it was earlier for all the UK people because of the stupid time zone thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I but... just jumped in. He's got GTA. We played some of the four player stuff, which is some of the funnest modes. Yeah. Uh, to be fair. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. it'll be it'll be one of those things where we'll have slow moments and then we'll get back to it and get to the you know we'll get to the bigger yeah, stuff and everything I've had a couple of people asking about doing a mario kart uh for one of them oh oh i would do that yeah. i would need yep. to fucking renew my switch online i'm sure <laughs> do you do you need switch online for mario kart i thought maybe i guess you do i don't know I, do they have prior I just does, assume um, does... that playing online you need to switch online now 
Yeah, I assume. Um, does uh, Mario Kart have private servers? I'd imagine you can group up into a cup or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can. AI. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I've seen Let's Plays on the latest Mario Kart thing, like people. Yeah. Like groups doing races. Uh, so that's a possibility, I think. Uh, mm. And then they could always fucking jump into something like Among Us or whatever, because it's free on yeah. Game Pass for PC now, or free on yeah. mobile. Oh, I, I do have it on PC now. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Mario Kart actually would be a lot of fun, because, I mean, that's what, eight or eight players? I think, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Uh, so we've done Sea of Thieves instead, really. Yeah. Uh, progressed with, like, we were getting on before. Uh, everything on Sundays and doing the tall tales, and we ended up just going back and doing extra tall tales. Yeah. So, uh, how was your experience of the drunk led Sea of Thieves session? Uh, sober, even. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I thought it was funny because I was I I cracked a joke and uh, it it was we're sitting there playing and we we're all being all quiet and you know sitting or not even bullshitting one another. It was just giving orders and we we're. I was like, man, I was like, is this what's like taking this game seriously? I was like, this is weird. I mean, it was like no bullshitting, no jumping off the ship for random stupid shit. And it was like actually like, you know, getting we got attacked by three ghost ships at the same time and we still managed not to sink. Like Yeah. And it only took a, a rough start. Yeah. But it only took a bunch of bitches at the outpost to go over and sink us because our, our ship was just sitting in the water by itself. And it's like, fuck you, if we were out on the seas, we would have fucked up. Yeah, but I no, mean, we it sold was... everything off at the end of the yeah. session. Some guy yeah. rolled up and sunk the boat, and then I proceeded to kill them through four full spawn rotations. I think. Yep. Because if if I died, I would have had to go back to wherever the fuck the new boat spawned. The guy, yep. they were terrible. It was a galleon with four players, and I managed to fucking take out the four of them at least three times. Yeah. Like I, I think what that game, <laughs> what that game really needs is. Like, rare to put out a new video and say, hey, here's three different play sessions. Here's all of the, like, the different encounters that are possible. Yeah. Because I, I don't think that game has done a good job on sell. I mean, obviously it was bare bones when it came out. But for selling what it, what's there now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. All the different events yeah. and all that shit. Because, uh, like... It was it was kind of super annoying when we started. Okay, we had this goal in mind, but like right. for getting into like the the ghost boats and things like that, I was like, it's it's fun just to see where it goes. And obviously, my end mine ended with a lot of fucking dog puke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've said it a bunch of times, but it's good. Sea of Thieves does not respect your time at all. It's like you want to, you want to hop on do this thing for an hour. Oh Here's no! A skeleton fucking yep. abuse session for forty five minutes, and then a megalodon will spawn, or you get fucking grabbed by a kraken. Uh, um, but, but I'll say it doesn't feel like a grind. It goes quick. Oh yeah, you lose all track of time when you're doing it. Because I thought we'd been playing about an hour, an hour and a half, maybe, and then I realized we were ten minutes later than we would have been recording the podcast by the time we were finishing up. Yeah, because it was like. Uh... That was the thing that tripped me out because uh, I'm sitting there looking at the time and you're like, all right, this is us. And I'm like, no, we can finish this part out and then we can go. How's that? <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't like, 
I just didn't want to just like stop. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think last night we had a galleon going like with Billy, mm-hmm. his wife, and Quincy again. Fucking dickhead that doesn't understand me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were we done a skeleton fleet for the first time, which is like an order of souls mission. So it spawns all the ghost ships. Hmm. Uh, you need mm-hmm. to kill them in waves, and then like a captain ship will spawn, and that drops like fucking bit skulls of the damned. They're called. It's basically a ghost version of the loot. Uh, and that, like, that's something just totally different because we're just so used to doing like a treasure quest or something where you're going to an island digging something up. But this is like, it's a, well, it's a good practice more than anything else. Just getting used to the cannons and what who wants to take on what role during combat and all that stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, there's so much shit there. Like that tall tale, like you missed a good chunk of it. Organic, we ended up. Mm-hmm. We got a. We've done the story thing from the book, like we found two keys in a chest by following the little kids fucking drawn things or whatever within the book. But then we found the board thing. Uh and even just where how we found it where the board was is like just a smart little thing. Uh it's like I went to show the board to Bob and it turned it round and then I seen on the back of the board Q three was like sketched on it or like engraved. Yeah. And then that's like the grid reference where we need to go, and the board was like cut out, so you like you basically had to line it up with particular rocks, and then it had like a little circle at the bottom. So if you had it lined up with the rocks, uh, it would show you your dig spot. Uh, that's that's yeah. insane, and just the yeah. the level of charm with that that whole tale of being like drawn by a child. Yeah, I'm like yeah, you would absolutely. never see that in any game. Yep. Uh, and then and it goes even, totally different directions as well. I'm not going to spoil it, but you'll see it yourself. Like, yeah, you and get even totally at the different end, gameplay styles and things. Even at the end, when you were handing like the thing off, like the actual item, when you're done the tall tale off, like listening to the person talk about it, it was it was really cool to hear that dialogue and you know how much it influenced the game. And it was neat that the there's two tall tales eked into one another. You know, the second one and the third one, rather than just being like second one's done here's the third one like it wasn't just like a mission thing it was actually just a storyline like an overall storyline thing which i thought was really cool yeah like i oversimplify it by saying it's like the infinity gauntlet and you're trying to get yeah. the gems for the infinity gauntlet but basically the first mission you get the gauntlet and you realize it doesn't have the gems the second mission the last person that had the gauntlet was briggsy so mm. you go and you're tracking her down you realize she's not going to tell you fuck all uh so you right. kill her you take her skull to the little woman at the end of that second mission, uh, and she puts like the Order of Souls person basically takes her essence from her skull and looks into her memories and finds out that uh, the first gem or whatever uh, the storage thing was when she was sailing with that bar woman like as a kid, mm-hmm. and you need to track that down, like go through her memories to get help to get a stone off her. Uh, sort of thing, and there'll be more. Like, it's, uh, it all feeds into itself. Like, there's the lore behind some of it. it's like so deep, but you don't get any of it unless you read the journals or listen to like what they're saying. Because, like, while you were handing that thing in, I was on the ship, not paying attention, and then ended up eventually fighting people while it was finally wrapping up. So I didn't hear any of that stuff, but I've heard it before, obviously. 
Nice. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Like, it, it was funny with the with the games. You were, I caught myself looking at like <laughs> there was one time where I was distracted, and you were like, "There's the rock right there, Bob." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" Because we were through that storm, and we were coming down up and down the water, and I was just looking. I was like, "Man," I was like, I was "Like Rare did really do a fucking good job on this." Like, you know, it's some of the best, like physics wise, like in the fact that it all runs like perfectly fine. There's no like slip ups in terms of the way it looks or any kind of like I don't know it's just it's all a smooth like a super smooth game to keep you like to keep you engaged in it and I think this is like one of the even boarded the ghost ships we were fighting on a sailing ship at one point didn't you yeah I I did yep I got yeah I got it onto it and I died immediately (laughs) but like that's just another thing like if you've got like uh, one person can be staying on the boat putting cannon holes in while if the other person on the boat goes below deck and stops the skeleton's patching, it makes it sink the ship faster and all that shit. Because uh, the skeletons don't bail the water, they only patch the holes. Oh, shit. Once the water reaches a certain level, that's the ship sunk. Huh. Uh, but if you can interfere with the patching, then obviously that makes it go a lot faster. Or you keep, like, to stop them hitting, you can interfere with the skeletons that are on the cannon instead and stay on the top deck. It gets the people on the, the main ship some time to like repair and all that uh, nice but uh, you should I mean you are past the point of learning anything from the maiden voyage but I think you should do it just for the experience of it because that's the way mm-hmm. like the tutorial got patched in like I don't know it must have been like a year after the game actually launched uh, that's the way new players would experience the game like they do the maiden voyage to start with uh because, I mean, like, the mast coming down, I think, Organic, you hadn't seen that, even though you've played a decent amount of it. Yeah, but that was the first time I've seen it. Yeah, like, whereas the Maiden Voyage, when you first find your ship, it's all beat to hell, so it teaches you how to repair the mast and stuff. Hmm. Uh, but I be more of that, as long as you just don't get sick of it. I'll be playing it regardless. <laughs> I I really want to see a private, ser- or a private server scenario. Where yeah, definitely you, coming. Uh, yeah, I just I want to see like a like you set up a two hour play session, and then whoever like say if you have a two man team, whoever pulls in like the most gold within two hours, it's your option if you want to go hunt for it or you can steal from the other crews out there. Yeah, or even just setting up a big team deathmatch thing. Say like, look, you've mm-hmm. got twenty minutes to go gather whatever supplies you want, and then we meet at this fucking grid reference and see who fucking lives or meet on an island and actually like fight hand to hand yeah, just do hand just do a straight up stuff. pvp mode that'd be yeah. hilarious <laughs> no it's i uh, think when the private servers launch obviously there, there's going to be no experience or gold making ability handed out so that it doesn't just get cheesed but there'll still be plenty of things that you can do for fun it's just i mean it's a big sandbox it's about making your own fun sometimes yeah because that's that's the thing like i i think it would just be funny just to one like yeah you won't be able to gain the experience and stuff but just being able to troll people like having to figure out ships like especially if there's a bunch of us we could do a bunch of one-man ships and sit there and try to fucking take each other out like Uh, like stupid stupid shit like that like do teams and try to take each other out i think it'd be really neat 
there's yeah. no point stopping talking about Sea of Thieves and going back to it later, so I'll just uh, what's the highlights? Billy got Pirate Legend last night. Oh, cool. Uh, nice. Congratulations, Billy. Yep. Uh, last weekend, I think it was, was or this weekend? No, last weekend was Gold and Glory weekend, so it was like double gold and double rep points awarded. Hmm. So I think we had like a six-hour session uh, on this God. Saturday, uh, and we made just over a million in that six hours. Well, it's, it's funny because I say six hours. And I'm like, oh my god, like that's a lot. I can't believe you did that. Yeah, and then it's like, just well, we just like played for, and a half. <laughs> yeah, we just played for two and a half hours. And like, mm-hmm. really, I, I mean, if if you did, if I if the podcast wasn't today and it was just like the community play and it was just us us three, I probably would have played up until now. Like, I would have yeah. like, all right, I gotta leave. So yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the missions we've done with Billy, they're like to make all the money. But it was. I use one I've seen them. It's a uh, lost merchant voyages. So basically, what you do is you go to the merchant person on the pier. She says, gives you the thing. When you look at it, it says this ship picked up cargo here and was meant to arrive at this outpost, and this is the route it was meant to take. So you start at the go to the start of the route, and then you look out for like a shipwreck or birds or something, and you might find a clue that will lead you to an island somewhere. Uh, and along the way, through all the different clues, or talking to people, like it will say, I, I talked to this the drunk NPC on fucking whatever island it is, Mermaid's Hideaway or something. So when you hmm. talk to him, he'll give, tell you where to go for the next thing, and along the way you can find the captain's key. Uh, okay. So when eventually it always ends with you finding the shipwreck. But if you found the key, you can unlock captain's quarters, and there's about... 15 to 25 cargo crates in there that you can just sell so you make a fucking fortune oh yeah it sounds like it yeah and but most of that is off an island it's all just on your boat like picking through like barrels and stuff for clues like occasionally you jump off to talk to the npc or whatever like i was saying but it's just it's a nice change from i mean the other thing is there's the weekly event going on right now which is vault raiders or something Mm-hmm. So by doing the vault uh, based missions which is you get a magic compass you follow the compass to find a torn piece of map once you build have your map together sort of thing yeah, you go to the spot and dig up a key for a vault then you go into the vault and solve it and empty all the shit before the door closes on you and it floods and kills you uh, but by doing that just this week you're earning gold hoarders weapons uh, so it's like just weapon skins, but they all look pretty cool. And based off of what you do in the vaults, you get diff- you earn favor with them. The more favor you earn, uh, the like I don't know, say a hundred favor will get you the sword, two hundred will get you the pistol. It just goes on and on. Uh, but we done that. I think within we got three vaults, and we got absolutely everything out of them, and that was that event maxed. Sort of hmm. thing. So there's always something like. Every right. Friday, there's a every day even there's two different times where you can hand in stuff for double rewards, but the PvP are also know that, so that's the most likely time that they're going to come up and steal you and take your shit because they can go quickly cash it in for double rewards as well. So, so anyway, yeah, 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 yeah just stuck because no, it's it's just cool. Out. It's just cool to see, like you know, it's I think. What's shitty is is that people haven't figured out, like mass people like us as gamers have, but like 
a lot of other people, they always bitch about these games, like games of service. Like when they first come out, there's like nothing to them. And it's like, well, it's a game as a service. You got to give it a little bit of time. Like, yes, it launched, but you know, you can't expect 800 hours worth of content when something, you know, when stuff is supposed to be slow rolled out. And I mean, No Man's Sky, Destiny 1, Sea of Thieves, like all these games that they all get slow. And if you look at their original iterations before they are now, like, yeah, you, you dropped them, but that's your fault, not the game's fault. Cause like Sea of Thieves, like I had the first impression of Sea of Thieves is like, oh yeah, it doesn't have anything to it. Why does Toast like it so much? And then it's like, just shut the fuck up and play it and just see what happens. And I play it and I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of shit to do in this game. And we haven't even scratched the surface yet. And it's uh, and like you said, they add the extra weekends and different, uh, different world events. And like, when you explain different icons to me, I'm like, wow, this game has a lot more content than I remember. And it's just like, you just want to tell these people instead of just whining about it, it's like, just shut the fuck up and go play it and see what happens. Like, yeah, yeah. you might've did everything before, but there's, tons of more content i mean christ you put probably what like 80 hours into it 80 90 hours into it in the past like couple months if that you know no, if not more if sure. more yeah yeah, yeah. If more than that and and the fact too that the game's fun to play the controls are nice like the game's pretty to look at the game runs great like it's i think it's a solid game it's i i enjoy it I which heard that like baftas it's like there was a game in BAFTAs, I think, last week, and it just won best ongoing game or something. I saw that. I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And, but I think we're in the. It sucks because like this is yet again. This is the whole get off my lawn thing. We're just in the day and age of like if things aren't like the whole instantaneous delivery thing. If things aren't exactly the way it is, instead of revisiting it, you have some a group of people that would just leave, and they'll just like I'm not going back to it. It's it's fucking stupid. It it there's no content, and it's like that's your loss, not the game's loss. Like you're the one. And then, cause all, cause all my buddies did it too. Like I had a bunch of buddies that would play stuff and they would leave Sea of Thieves and they're like, there's nothing there. And I'm like, I'm like, have you tried playing it? And they're like, there's nothing there. And now all of them lately after it was funny. Cause right after you said something, then they all started going over and like beating their dicks on it. They're like, there's so much stuff to do in Sea of Thieves. I was like, I thought you guys said it was dead. And I thought you guys hated this game. No, there's way more stuff. Now they added it. I was like, I was what I was like, okay, well, I'm happy that you're playing it, but like you guys fucking abandoned this game for a long time and just saying that you didn't give a shit instead of sticking with it. Yeah, and I think yeah. like it's pr- pretty perfect that you look at Sea of Thieves and like Destiny. Destiny is the grind for the loot. Mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves is the grind for the experience. Yep. That I, I personally, I can't get into Destiny because I can't have that commitment to it. But yep. for Sea of Thieves, for us to be able to jump into Toast that has that all of those hours put into it and yep. we're still on the equal playing field. It it makes it more enjoyable. That's why, you know, that's why I wake up literally two hours before the podcast, not because of the fact that I have to get set up, but literally it's just to make sure that I'm up playing Sea of Thieves. Like I, yeah. I think that's neat. And even though, you know, like you said, organic and I, we don't play as much as toast, but we're still on the same level playing field. We still can do, it, it feels like you're part of the crew rather than having toast carry us through. I that's it's like yeah, yeah I'd be f- like that whole like even just controlling the ship like and a yep. big ship like that you've got the benefits of like when you catch the wind you've got more speed you've got more cannons on either mm-hmm. side so you can do more damage yeah but I couldn't do that on my own sort of thing I have to go with the solo ship that only has one sail and doesn't go yeah. quite as fast and all that sort of stuff uh, yeah it's, uh, it's a it's a lot of fun I I really enjoyed it. I'm glad that you. 
I'm glad that you convinced both of us to just sit there and play yeah. it. And you know, <laughs> and even if yep. you do, like you's you's probably won't get the gold order things because you're not going to do a vault and some right. thieves this week. But the cosmetics tend to come back tied behind like some commendation. So if you don't get it from doing the vault stuff, it will maybe be do a hundred vaults and you'll get it. So it's still a, obtainable. Like it's just mm. not as easy to get as gotcha. if you were participating in the event when it happened. Uh, and that's like what you said, it's grind for experience and cosmetics, like show off your pirate curse that you've got and people that play the game and then actually look into it, realize fucking what you've done to unlock this thing and stuff. Right. So once I get that gold curse, then people that know the game are going to know, oh, fuck, he's done every tent tall tale five times and he's collected every book that's available like during the tall tales and stuff so that's like somebody that's committed to the story of sea of thieves and then you come mm-hmm. against people that have got the stupid flame stuff uh so like they've done all the forsaken uh kind of things and then there's pvp sets like if you go up against somebody and you see they're wearing fucking the sea dogs uh cutlass or something like that and you're like oh, mm-hmm. fuck, i might leave him alone because i don't really want to fight somebody that's like I think if you get something like the Sea Dogs cannons or some shit, you need to like win a hundred arena matches or something. Oh shit! Which is like the PvP version, so you know that right. they've fucking got enough skill to do that, so you can st- steer clear of them, basically. Right. Right. Fuck uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right. We'll try again. Yeah. Stop talking about Sea Thieves. <laughs> right. <laughs> Back to normal gaming uh, with Bob. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, so uh, gaming wise. Um, outside of Sea of Thieves, um, I picked up uh, the. I haven't fired it up yet because I got organics files for it. But I picked up one of those uh, at game legal legends, files. legal files. Yeah, legally obtained files. Um, uh, one of the portable, like he bought the big arcade. Remember that arcade uh, toast that had like the yeah. five hundred games on it? Well, they made a uh, they made like a joystick version of it because I don't have the room for a big ass arcade machine. Um, but it retails for two fifty. I got it for ninety nine bucks, shipped. So I was nice. like, "Well, shit." I was like, "Okay." So I got to fire that up today. Um, after that, I picked up uh, I picked up Monster Hunter Rise and started playing it. I played okay. uh, the first like I played through the first like first part of it. Did you um, play Worlds much? I played I played Worlds a little bit, not a whole whole lot. It's it's different than Worlds, that's for sure. It's yeah, very much uh-huh. this is older. Yeah, this is very much older school Monster Hunter. Um, so the game's locked at 30 frames a second. Um, side note, it's Switch exclusive. Um, eventually coming to P. It's Switch exclusive now. Eventually coming to PC. Um, runs at 30 frames a second. Looks really good. Runs off the RE engine. So if I've I've talked about it before, how versatile that engine is, and it's just like they can just fucking plug and play it into anything. Like I mean, the game looks really really good for a Switch game. Like a lot of detail, you know, still runs at a consistent frame rate, doesn't have any kind of slowdown stuff, but way more detailed than I was expecting for this type of game to be running on a Switch. And I just think it's really cool. It's like a testament to Capcom where they just like came out of nowhere and they were like, we got this engine and it can be used for fucking anything. And yeah, I played a little bit of it. Um, it's, of course, just like fucking Monster Hunter where it's like every single thing's a fucking menu. It took like two hours to get everything started. <laughs> everything's a fucking menu everything's like menu upon menu upon menu accepting tasks and stuff um they added uh they added so you can ride on your dog you 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 
you get a palico right in the beginning and you get a dog in the beginning, but you can ride on the dog to like fast travel towards like a monster and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, this makes it a lot easier than instead of me just traversing around these big giant areas and just strolling. Um, so yeah, I see myself playing it a lot more. I don't think it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to be ultra addicted to it unless I find people that want to play it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's enjoyable. And then, uh, yeah, after that, uh, you know, I got Sea of Thieves. Um, I started playing, I wanted to see what it looked like. I was playing Crash Bandicoot with the PS5 upgrade. And, yeah, it's... Just faster frames. Yeah, faster frames that it runs at a full 4K. I mean, it helps a lot for precision-wise, but then it also fucks me up because, like, I was so used to playing it on PlayStation 4 that I'm used to, like, my button inputs being a certain way. And so now, because yeah. this has one big giant fluid motion, there's like the first couple of levels I actually died in certain spots because I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" Like, because I wasn't pushing the button like long enough, or I pushed it too long and over jump. I just have to get used to it again. But it's a worthy upgrade. It's a cool. It's cool to see that kind of stuff. It's still free and it's an upgrade and stuff. And yeah, that's uh, that's it. Me gaming wise. How about one of you two? <laughs> Toast, kick it off. There you oh, go. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Avengers. I jumped in oh, a little bit. You're back? Upgrade. Uh, not fully. I'm trying to let more stuff build up. Uh, Scott's fully back in it. Uh, but it was me and Dave jumped in uh, to do not the latest thing, like Hawkeye just dropped, but to do Kate Bishop, which is like Hawkeye's protege or something. Yeah. Uh, like she, her stuff came out before Christmas, but with the series update thing like mm-hmm. they've optimized it and stuff so Dave hadn't played that we went back and done that uh, get him they stopped playing Iron Man because he's a fucking terrible character in that game right uh, I, it's, I mean I always liked it I just wanted there to be more sort of grindable stuff in it and that's coming they've announced uh, there's a like new boss layer coming and all that sort of shit, a new wasteland area like with a new mission type called patrol, which mm-hmm. makes me think it's just going to be a go down and find random shit about, like if it's anything like Destiny's patrol, that's what I'm thinking, like go to the world and you can do minor missions that you can trigger, like it'll run up to this thing and it'll be oh there's a bunch of bad guys over here, go take them out and then fucking I don't know, just that might be a like loop that you do to grind out particular loot depending on what area you patrol it might drop particular gear uh, mm. but the big thing which is coming summer and beyond so there's no official date is the Black Panther and the I think is it War for Wakanda expansion or something yeah uh, uh, so that'll be cool there's like a little fucking no well an engine but not gameplay if you get what I mean trailer showing off the yeah, Black Panther model and stuff. Uh, I'm I'm trying to hold off until that comes out so that I've got the Hawkeye stuff to grind through and then go straight into the Wakanda stuff. Hopefully, instead of doing the Hawkeye stuff now and then having another fucking few months to wait or whatever it is mm. uh, for the Wakanda, I'd rather get committed to something for three months and then drop it than do a month now and a month later. Uh, We'll see how it goes. Uh, I think the optimization is just basically uh, getting it stable 4K 60. Uh, 
It says it's dynamic 4K60, but I didn't notice anything dropping down on the X. Maybe on the S, that's where the dynamic kicks in or something. Maybe. Um, then Fall Guys Season 4 launched. Uh, <laughs> I've not played any of it yet. I've just watched the missus play it's insane. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so again, you want to... Uh, you want to tag team this one? Yeah, I would love to tag team it with Toast. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got any crown fragments? Oh, you son of a bitch. Wait a minute, hold <laughs> up. There's crown... Wait, I haven't, I haven't yep. played in a while. There's crown fragments? In the new season, they've added new dailies and things like that. So you can earn... Like, if you do this daily thing, you might get 20 fragments. If you do this daily mission, you might get five, like, depending on how difficult it is to do. So you, oh, so I thought you were get just fucking with me. No, no, once you get 60 fragments, you have a full crown that you can piece together, basically. Uh, oh, just, so. just the Oh, the man, crown. organic, you're going you're to get your <laughs> yeah. pity crown soon. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, so even if you're not winning, if you're accomplishing goals in the dailies, you will get crowns that way as well over time. Uh, they've added squad uh, show, which we should probably do because it's you go in a, in your group and say the first thing's a race. Like if organic finishes first in that race, he'll get thirty points for our team total. Uh, I'm just making these figures up. Uh, if I finish fucking tenth or something, I might only get fifteen points. Then Bob doesn't finish and he gets zero points, but if the 30 plus the 15 is enough to put us in, like, I don't know, say it's going to eliminate f- four out of ten teams or something if we're in the top fucking six then we'll stay, we'll all stay in uh, and progress to the next round it just works oh, okay. off that round score uh, to keep it going and then the finals, obviously, every man for themselves but uh, if you get through to the final and you're a team of four and you're like on this fucking uh, whatever the hell it is, the thing that spins around that you need to jump over, jump showdown thing. Like obviously you could just say, right, there's four of us and there's only one guy left. Two people hmm. just grab him. And we'll guarantee somebody the crown. Uh, but uh, I, for winning that, I think you get crown fragments. Like that actual winner, I think gets a crown, and then the three other teammates, I would get twenty fragments each. Uh, uh, and then obviously the missions of the new levels themselves are all future sort of inspired but there's like pinball flippers anti-gravity shit uh, yeah it's a pain in the ass <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of shit there we should uh, we should definitely jump in again yeah I'm, uh, I'm like kind of blown away on how quick they're turning out these new seasons yeah, where it was like a game that came out where they tweaked a few levels, and I'm like, okay, and but this next or the season that they're currently started is just it feels like a different game. Yeah, hmm. they've got one of the team based games now is basketball, which that's the last one I played. Screams of abuse, uh, right? Uh, that I heard next door, uh, like. Some people aren't that great at basketball, <laughs> but now nah, there's what else is there? Uh, they've collaborated with Fall Guys, no, with Among Us, even so. Part of yep. this season's like unlockable thing is a Fall Guy costume, uh, 
So if you wear the Fall Guy costume, like every so often, you'll spawn as the uh, imposter instead. So it's like a fucking evil version of the costume, but you don't get to choose that. It's just a random effect that gets applied to the costume. Uh, uh, Godzilla, actually, we're talking about that. Fucking he dropped. That was like 10 crowns or something. So I bought that. Hmm. Uh, but it's the I missed the original Godzilla drop. This is the Fire Godzilla costume. I thought, fuck it. Ah, uh, yeah. Fire Godzilla sounds cooler anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then there's also Twitch Prime benefit things that they do. I don't know if you've linked your stuff to that. If you have Prime, uh, I do. Yeah, it seems to alternate. But you you get a free outfit every month, but it alternates between kudos and crowns every month as well so like this month it's hmm. given kudos so next month based off the pattern it'll give crowns in a costume uh, I think this is month three or four out of six months of drops uh, interesting and then is that it? oh battle toads fucking hell I was yeah. shocked to see this on your list well, when I tell you why, it'll make more sense. Uh, rare. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, gotcha. <laughs> there was a thing saying if you get through Act 1 of T- Battletoads by this date, you unlock the Battletoads ship set in Sea of Thieves. No. <laughs> so, uh, I played through Act 1 and quit. It isn't terrible or anything, it's just it's not my sort of thing. It needs to be online co-op. Yeah. I- is there online co-op? There is. No? Sure. I looked at it and it said like multiplayer co-op capabilities Xbox Live 1 to 4 or 1 to 3 even. Um, so unless unless they added it. So, yeah. Because uh, uh, Dave asked, is that shite multiplayer? And I said, yeah. So I might have lied to him. Mm. He's downloaded it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's good. I played it on the easiest mode so it wasn't too much of a fucking and I only played through Act 1, which I think is like two hours-ish worth. Uh, some decent little bits in there. Good humour and things like that, but like I said, it's just not my style of game at all. Isn't Larry Herb in it, the beginning of the game? If he is, I didn't notice. <laughs> I did notice one bit where there was like a pirate, like a skeleton, like there's a nod to Sea of Thieves. Uh, but no, basically the thing I'd done is they realised oh, there was a big twist at the start, they were in a simulation uh, they get out of the simulation and they're trying to fucking just do everyday jobs so I ended up fucking having to play some button bashing minigame while I was massaging some guy to try and make money fucking, <laughs> it's just weird hmm. uh, I think you did you not play a bit of this Bob? What, no. Battletoads or Battletoads. No, I haven't actually no. I didn't play a lot of it. I was excited for it, but I never got around to playing it. So I'm am I the only fucking one that's played that these chunk? Yep. It looks like we're gonna have to play multiplayer. Yeah, I, like, I have not played much. Yeah. Yep. Oh fuck. Uh, uh, there's the hover bike sequence, which is like oh my god. part two. That's a fucking yep. pain in the dick. Yep. Uh, but playing it solo is I think it's almost easier playing solo because like if I ever fucked up a jump in that I would spawn as the second character instantly mm. and then the first one goes on a cooldown like so you've essentially got three lives that are on a cooldown 
when you're playing solo. I don't know I mean, how that's it good. would work if you're playing multiplayer. Like if I crashed, it would that just maybe out, uh, or would I probably set out the cooldown or something, then come back? So as long as everybody else stayed alive, would keep progressing. So I also played this at that EXO nineteen event thing, fucking ages ago. Remember? Right. Yeah. Remember, yeah. Couch yep. co-op. Uh, was, and uh, it was like before you got stabbed in London. Yeah, almost <laughs> got stabbed in London. Yep. Uh, what time was was that? I uh, prob. Ah, uh, yeah, it was. I uh, fuck. Yeah, uh, but uh, I was Act One is what I played, but it was just cut and chopped, totally different. Uh, like a lot, like the story cutscenes were missing and all that shit. So I was just go like at the demo thing. I was going from one spot to the other without knowing what the fuck was going on. Now with the story there, it least makes a little bit of sense. Uh. I might even fucking finish it. We'll see. It was just the cutoff was like the twenty fourth or something like that. So uh, at first I said, uh, asked the missus if she would do it for me because I didn't want to. <laughs> and I think she'd done like Act One, Stage One, and then fucking Fall Guys Season Four dropped, so that was out the window. I had to do it myself. Uh, but yeah, that's me for gaming, so get any Euro gag. Okay, <laughs> here we go. So, obviously, PGA 2K21 was a game last year that I've really bailed out on early. And started kind of investing some time into it and got over the control issues. But this past week, they put out a new mode called Divot Derby. Hmm. The, the latest latest game to get into a battle royal scenario <laughs> so you, you start off it's 20 people you're going up against and basically through elimination you play however many holes that it takes to get down to the last hole of it's just 1v1 is elimination time based or strokes based or like a combination of both oh. strokes have nothing to do with it it's yeah, see, it's driven I didn't think I'd like that. So it's it's driven from the very first person that gets in the hole starts a timer. And so that timer may start and you may have 30 seconds from the first person getting into the hole and then 30 seconds to the cutoff point. So it'll be 20 players. Okay, say the next 15 survive unless you go outside of that timer. So the kind of the rounds vary in length based on that. But it is... I thought it was going to be really easy. I Obviously, I play that game a lot. But for it to be a game that's based on, like, swing tempo, based on your kind of the how you pull and push the stick, that once that timer goes into effect and then you see 19 other people hitting their shots... Like, tempo is a pain in the ass. Yep. So it, it took me a good day of, like, playing a few rounds here and there to realize, like, you have to block out everything else going on around you. Hmm. But there's there's a lot of, like, interesting, like, kind of scenarios that people are doing. Obviously, stroke strokes don't matter. First one to get to the hole... So you start to see a lot of people doing different approaches of, hey, I'm not going to take the club that's going to hit me the farthest. 
but I'm going to get me the one that's going to get me on the ground the quickest to hit the next shot. Right. So if it's a, say if it's a shorter par four, you're, you're going to down club. So you're going to spend less, say 25% less time in the air. And then you're going to get your second shot off 25% quicker than the next person. Yeah, so uh, that's what the idea I got from the trailer thing. Like I said, I'd watch it and I thought it almost that would hurt it. Like I thought it might be better if it was stroke plus time. Like if this person makes it in three within fucking this time, then you have to fucking do it in three in a better time or face being one of the ones that go out. So yeah, and I, and I would I would agree on that. I think if they start to evolve it. I'd even like like private party scenarios, but right now it's all open to the public. We'll say there is a free yet and EA access. It's not even EA. Uh, no, no, it's it's through two K. Um, yeah. it's it's gone on about like fifty percent discount, but I think the last golf club came to Game Pass, so hopefully this one will follow suit here soon. Uh, the, if I could play it for free, I'll play it. <laughs> but I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like my main problem is, is it it makes you be a certain difficulty. So the approachability of everything that they put into 2K21 is kind of out the door. So it it is a tougher level. If you're not familiar with the game, you're going to struggle with this. Hmm. Yeah, I just I don't see myself doing well. I never do well with golf games. But I will say, I got back to back crowns, so you guys don't have any there. So uh, I don't think super fall guys. Does it say <laughs> you've won a crown? It does. Bullshit. I'm sure you put a trailer <laughs> up and it wasn't quite <laughs> or a screenshot or something, did you not? I did. And I won one right after that. I probably probably should have uh, just called it quits after that. But, <laughs> but anyways, after that, obviously I I jumped into Fall Guys on PC because I just love punishment. I'm gonna jump into like a bunch about it, but not from PC PS5 perspective or PS4. There's not a lot of customability to it. A um, few things are like shadow textures and things. Still no crowns. Uh, is there a cross thing? Like, have you got an account, or is this you starting over when you like you don't have any cosmetics you had on yep. your PlayStation? Starting starting over for now. I imagine once it rolls out to Xbox, they have to have that in play. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when it comes to Xbox, if they don't have that, I'm just gonna be pissed. <laughs> I won't have my Fire Godzilla. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see it. that would suck if you couldn't carry your shit over. Yep, and then after mm-hmm. that, um, went through the rabbit hole of everything that was on Steam on sale. Oh. Picked up, picked up Portal Two, Left for Dead One, Left for Dead Two. I think I spent five dollars in total to get all those. As you say, is Left for Dead One and Two on sale still? I think it, I think it is three dollars for both of them. Oh shit! Oh. 
Might be playing. Might be playing Left 4 Dead 2 one of these days, or Left 4 Dead 1. It doesn't matter. So fucking rape the two years of that. I've, I <laughs> absolutely got, love those games. The hunter spots that I fucking pulled off some of them. Like you could fucking hmm. like leap across the map and like instantly kill somebody with a pin because you travelled that far. Uh, I don't know if it was one or two of those track, uh, but that was spread too. Like how they tell you to pre-order Biomutant, and Biomutant, like I guess, is finally coming out this year. Oh, I saw it was on EA Play. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious if it's actually going to come out. I, that game has gone super quiet. Yeah. So Portal Two, hop, hopped into it. That that game still is probably easily in my top ten list of games of all time. Of just how much charm it has. It's in my top ten list of blind spots because I've never played Portal. That oh. that is wild. Yeah, they're yeah. fun. I know, I know. Like obviously, I should. It's just it's one of the ones that I know. Fucking yeah. That Mass Effect, I think, are the two biggest commercial success sort of things I've heard of people loving that I've not played apart from Andromeda. Like, but I don't think that counts for most fans. <laughs> And and I think like Portal One and Two are similar to Left 4 Dead. I think it's like five bucks to get both of them. Yeah, I just I I just bought uh, while we're talking about this stuff. I go to show you how fast Steam works. I just bought Left 4 Dead One and Two for three bucks. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yep. There you go, to Steam. It's your calling. Mm-hmm. But I think like I think Portal has turned ten years old this month. Yeah, sounds about right. And then after that, um, another big sale. I got GTA for $15 on Steam. I, once again, I talked about it last podcast that I wasn't going to buy it. I didn't want to put any money into it. And I'd still jump into it. Yep. So, played a little bit of the story mode there. Bumped it up to 165 hertz. Pretty much got everything maxed out. And it takes immediately all of the age off that game um, oh yeah a few, few little like texture issues here and there but just how fluid it is and then two nights ago i jumped into i was i was like all right i'm going to put in redux which is the big kind of mod to bump up the graphics on it and then i got halfway through the process and i'm like no i'm, I'm just gonna end up breaking something over this Mm-hmm. And completely stopped. I don't <laughs> think you can look. You can't launch online with your mods active, can you? I don't believe so. But like Plus on on PC, I'm over again. If you tried that, yeah, <laughs> I I wouldn't do any of the th- things online for the PC version. And then the big one for the week is kind of going along the lines of Portal 2 and Left 4 Dead. It was a big Valve sale, and it was the one-year anniversary of Half-Life Alex. So I snagged that for 35 bucks and got my Oculus Quest 2 working on the PC. Nice. How's it running? Uh, as smooth as can be. That's awesome. I, I'll say, like, I need to do a little bit of work on kind of my boundary area for where I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the nice things with the Quest 2 that I haven't gone into is you can 
I think for $10, you can install a virtual desktop, which will okay. wirelessly connect the headset to your desktop so you can stream Rift games to it. Hmm. Which that'll probably be my next step. But going from kind of generic VR, I guess, like, say, PSVR, Quest, like, somewhat limited in capability, and then jumping into a Rift game is mind-blowing. Oh, I to, bet. To, to see that level of scale in, in the headset, the full, like, fleshed-out movability. Half-Life allows you to kind of play it to whatever whatever movement like works best for not making you sick. Mm-hmm. So it's either kind of the teleporting movement, it's moving with your head, moving with the stick. You can use a controller on top of it. Hmm. I I will say the the first one I jumped into was basically the direction of your head along with pushing the stick forward will control your movement. Then I almost fall fell over within the first five minutes. Because <laughs> you're like me? <laughs> oh, fuck. It That's got funny. my stomach bad. It's been a while. Oh, I bet it did. Christ. Yeah. Well, that's me you got left for dead as well, then. <laughs> I remember yep. my Steam login. I've not fucking used it. Oh, man. And to, to see Valve making a game again and to how much thought they put into things, you get, you jump into Half-Life, obviously your first first room you get into it's basically like testing everything you can do in VR just like the proof of concept I've seen it in every other game but you go into go into a room and you look down and there's some like dry erase markers and a window and you can just start writing messages on the window you can erase it you can just jot down little notes here and there and then the the level of story that they're putting into it and scale is a uh, uh, pretty special. Nice. Yeah. So I think I can't remember what podcast, but they were talking about it saying it's so good, but it's also one of a kind because nobody else has that money to waste. Essentially, on yeah, <laughs> you'll never install base. Like you'll never get that money back. Team for like four out four years on a game. Yep. Uh, for like PlayStation VR is not going to get that because maybe 10% of PlayStation owners will have the VR or some shit. Right. Uh, which like you said, nobody... is why they should make a Left 4 Dead 3 and stop yeah. being fucking cowards. Or make a Half-Life 3. Stop. I know. Fucking... They just can't go past 2, can they? No, and it's like... And then after a while, too, you never affected like... <sighs> Like they almost hit like troll status. Like they definitely don't give a shit anymore, and they're just like, you know, they're just like we're gonna do. It's like when they were announcing that they were gonna do a new Half Life game, and then it's like it's a Half Life game for this, and you're just like you motherfuckers. Like really, like this is where we're going. <laughs> like come on. And that's like when you play like Alex, you can tell like this could be a game outside of VR, but I think outside of VR, it's going to feel kind of half-assed it's gonna feel short mm -hmm. you're not gonna have those situations where you spend 10 extra minutes in a room just dicking around with stuff right hmm. 
But yeah, that's that's all I got on the game side. Yeah. Uh, almost Yay. Time for fucking mm. news. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. You want to keep this quick? Outriders was a rumor uh, when we last recorded. The day after we fucking recorded, it was confirmed it's coming in Game Pass uh, from day one for Outriders. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's good. Uh, Bad though. Uh, Back for Blood, which was meant to be our fucking multiplayer night co-op night saver savior thing coming i know soon. you guys everybody's really excited for that even me it's now delayed into october from yeah fuck. june i think it was i'm gonna say it gets delayed beyond that fuck you organic <laughs> <laughs> you used your whole name too <laughs> i get this one which i just found in a quick google before we started recording so i need to yeah. claim some of this uh sony play at home initiative or some push yeah they uh, are ps they have psvr games to play st- a stellar list of games yeah it's uh res infinite uh abzu uh the witness enter the gungeon subnautica and then uh thumper which is like half and half you could play it offline or or not you could play it regular or vr but then the vr games are paper beasts uh astrobot rescue mission and moss which yep. Astrobot and Moss are like the two things that like are super super uh a super good way of showing off, you know, PSVR's tech. Uh, so it's got until April twenty second to claim any of them. And yep. these these are the ones you download and you, you own regardless of service, right? Yep. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it started it started with uh it I believe at the end of this month, um Ratchet and Clank first hit. And yet again, you don't have to have PlayStation Plus or anything. You just download them, and the and the they're yours permanently. And then they added all these onto them as an initiative as for the play at home update. Yeah, the Mission Clank our show will just be out before uh, the cutoff for that is March thirty first. Yep. Uh, for claiming that the cutoff for this stuff is April something, April twenty second. Yep. But then there's also. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition uh, is also claimable between now and April twenty second. Hmm. So it's funny because I think like I've I... got the disc thing, so I'll claim that just so that I don't need. Yep, that's exactly what oh, I do. Is actually I have I'd missed out on that because I fucking went digital, didn't I? I when I sold my PlayStation. Oh well, that's a shame. Mm. That's, that's <laughs> oh well, that's a shame. And, I'll probably go. I'll go. What I'll do is I'll go back and I'll finish it right before the next Horizon comes out, most likely. Because mm-hmm. I think I don't know. I just drifted off it, uh, so I didn't. I definitely didn't finish it. But I was enjoying. I was at that stage where I've probably got to the advanced stuff that I'll have to completely relearn now and have a fucking nightmare of a first two or three hours getting back into the swing of things. <laughs> you're like fuck laying all the like the fucking laying all the trip wire things and darting about and fucking having a headshot this little fucking annoying thing where you're trying to avoid the big t-rex looking thing uh that was probably about the time that i fucking stopped playing <laughs> you're like i'm so done. I can't right do back into that level of fights uh <laughs> zero of the muscle memory yeah i think yeah, but, uh, at that point i would just start over 
nah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 15 hours or something at least. I'm not oh, yeah. Uh, well, hopefully by then they'll have the, uh, the like true PS5 upgrade rather than just like the brute force, you know, improving frame rate. Yeah, and this means nothing to me, but in addition to the games that can be downloaded, Sony has also partnered with Funimation for an extended 14-day trial for new users. Hmm. What is Funimation? Is that just like an anime? So yeah, that's the that's the yeah, it's the anime streaming service. I mean, 14 days isn't really a whole lot, so sure, yeah. cool. If there's one random thing you want to binge, I guess. Yeah. Right. Do it for free. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff on there. I I borrow uh, I borrow a buddy of mine's uh, because he gave me his login and I gave him another one. <clears throat> there's a lot of yeah, good like stuff every on there. Game there, uh, I've heard is great. The only one I've played is Astro. So, hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, Resin for that. I think everybody goes on about that, that being great, but I think that's one of the ones that won't be for me, uh, based off of what I've seen. I'm yeah, sure. Res is like hit and miss. I mean, it's trippy. It's trippy as hell, and it's cool. But uh, it like you said, it's very much like a it's an acquired taste in terms of how much you'll appreciate it. Um, but this is like maybe that great puzzle puzzle yeah. problem solving. Oh man, I I'm, I'm not smart enough for it. Yeah. It's been sitting in my Xbox library for like three years or something, and I've not got around to it. Uh, um, Thumper, Thumper is one I got addicted to. Thumper's really good. Yeah, that uh, is. I've heard that's good. Yeah. And then, yeah, I've heard the Enter the Gungeon. No idea what it is. Um, Twin Stick Shooter. Um, it's a bullet okay, hell. Never mind. Yeah, it's uh, it's. Some people love it. It's like a roguelike slash bullet hell, and uh. I played it and I'm like, this is cool, but I have a couple of friends of mine that are obsessed with it, but it's not for me. It's very much like binding a Isaac E in terms of like that level of difficulty. Okay. Yeah. Abzu, no idea what that is. Um, weird, uh, weird, um, scuba diving. Scuba diving, there it is. Yep. It's a weird scuba diving game. Very artistic like. Subnautica. <laughs> Same thing. It's like a sur- that one's, except that one's like a survival. Yeah, that, type of that scuba the one out all of them that tr- jump in at first. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I uh, and then the Ghost of Tsushima uh, is getting a film adaptation. Yep, from the John Wick director. Yeah, because he's a, uh, apparently the John Wick director is not doing. Uh, was it four and five? Because of I, I assume it's because of this. Right. So yeah, and then uh, on in that end, I I didn't realize it, and people were like, you know, I forget the gentleman's name, but they were like, he should play uh, he should play Jin, and I was like, well, why is that? And they were like, well, he's a voice actor of him, and then people have been posting pictures. There's a huge social media push for it. Yeah, posting pictures of him. He looks as well for the character. Yeah, That's yeah, he looks exactly like him, and he was, and apparently he said he would be okay to do it if if they allowed him to do it but i mean i don't see why they wouldn't i mean that's fucking you just said it all you just said your actor and everything on a silver platter for you like come on yeah and i just yeah. see the fucking fight choreography of john wick with a yep. samurai thing that'd be uh, fucking yeah. great oh, oh yeah, yeah that's gonna be just that whole stylized aspect of it as well like yeah. oh so it's not just straight jewels it's uh, 
be good. And then, and and we both like you and I both talked about it, and especially me being the type of person like you know where it's just, that was just Ghost of Tsushima itself just screamed like Japanese samurai film just over the course of like seventy hours. Like if they made it a really tight like you can make it an excellent film if you you know did everything correctly. Yeah, you've got a great opening scene there to go, then you've got the slow redemption build up type yeah. thing. A rebuild or whatever. Yep. And then yep. big fucking ending. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. That was definitely one of my that was definitely one of my games of games of the freaking generation in terms of like even seeing the ending and everything. It's just it was awesome. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think I that's think that's <laughs> that's I think that's, that's everything. Folks? Do we have Yep, yep, that's all folks. Yeah, two hours even. Fucking go to get my dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go get breakfast even though it's twelve o'clock. Yeah. It was a, it was nice finishing off the Sea of Thieves thing, but then yeah, doing, I think we fucked starting the podcast we, late and then doing a yeah. fucking two hour recording after that. Right. Right. I think we fucked ourselves. Yep. So where can people find us? Oh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Complete Geeks. And the links for Discord will be in the show notes. We'll decide on whatever's happening in the community play. Uh, yep. And announce that by at least Thursday so people have time to download stuff if they need to. Yep. Uh, and, and see you in a couple of weeks. Yep. See ya. See ya. Complete Geeks Podcast.